You're listening to episode 26 of the Teacher Innovator Podcast. And in this episode, we're discussing how you are the band-aid that's holding our educational system together. Hi, I'm Jamie Hand, Innovation Learning Coach. And I'm a part of a group of innovative educators who are looking to transform the way our students learn and in the process, rediscover our joy of teaching. This is the start of a new conversation about meaningful innovation that authentically transforms the way we teach. Innovation is not something we do, but rather is a way of being. We are teacher innovators, and there has never been a more exciting time to be an educator. I'm glad you're here. education system is broken. And that is why you are so teacher tired. That is why it feels so hard to do all these things. It's almost like as teachers, we're being asked to do this and do this and do this and do this. And it's almost like you're the band-aid holding all these different pieces together, holding the connection to the students, holding the connection to the parents, holding the connection from the administrators, the curriculum. You are the band-aid holding everything together. And that is why you are so tired, so stressed, so overwhelmed. And especially with all the changes this particular school year, with virtual learning, hybrid learning, in classroom face-to-face, but everyone is isolated six feet away. You are the glue, you are the band-aid that is holding everything together. And that is why you have all these feelings of overwhelm, anxiety, and stress. That's a lot for one person to take. Even though as teachers, we are superheroes and can do a lot of things, you are being asked to hold together a broken system. And I hate to tell you, things aren't going to change until we change the system. There is one thing I'm seeing right now with virtual learning, and that is school districts are trying to replicate the school day online. Well, that is taking the same broken system, but just putting it into a digital format. Doing Zoom all day, but doing the same strategies that you do inside the classroom, that is not being innovative. That is not helping our students move their learning forward. Even if you're doing the lesson on Zoom, but you're doing it the same way, then we're using the same broken strategies to try and reach our students. And that is only going to cause more stress, more anxiety, more overwhelm, not only for you, but your students, their families, our families. It affects everyone. Now, if you are a teacher innovator, this message probably already resonates with you, that you know things need to change. But we're just not sure what we can do as a teacher innovator inside our classroom. I'm not going to say to fix 
our broken education system. And this may be a topic, this needs to be a whole separate episode, but our education system, it needs to change. It has been the same format for the last 100 years. Our school system was designed in an industrialized age. What that means is school was designed so that factory owners could have factory workers. They wanted workers that could compute basic math, that could read, but didn't necessarily think creatively or outside the box. They wanted compliant learners, learners that understood obedience and what to do. That is what our schools were designed for. And they've been very successful at that. However, we don't live in a industrial age anymore. That is not our society. We live in an innovative age where it is not about how much information you know, but it's what you do with that information that is what matters. We don't need learners that know how to sit in their desk, that know how to compute basic math. We need learners that can think outside of the box. We need learners that can create solutions, can create new and innovative solutions to drive our society forward. We are living in an innovative age. What changed was the internet. It changed the way we could access information. Our students and our learners, they have so much information at their fingertips that they can look things up in three seconds. It no longer is how much information can you memorize. That is no longer relevant in our society today. And if we wanna take our society and push it forward and move forward, we need innovative thinkers. Thinkers that can creatively come up with different solutions that are going to solve our, our global problems. Our society is global. We can reach out and connect with people all over the world. One of my good friends lives in Turkey and every couple of weeks we can video chat and catch up. That would not have been possible 100 years ago. But that is possible today and is what our students currently have available. So why are we using all these old broken strategies when we aren't living in that type of society anymore? We aren't creating factory workers. We are creating the thinkers and problem solvers that are going to build the next type of industry. We may not know what the future looks like. We don't know what technology is gonna look like. We never could have predicted what 2020 looked like. So how do we prepare our student? Are we going to continue the cycle and still teach them like we're living in that industrial age? Or are we going to be teacher innovators? and step into the role where we are trying new ideas, new methods to create 
better learning experiences. Now, this, is, this doesn't mean you have to throw everything out. If you have some strategy that works great and it really helps your students, then use it. That's where you, you as the teacher innovator, you can pull and use what works for your students. But it's also knowing what works for one student may not work for all of them. And that is why in this, what I'm seeing with the virtual learning and that everyone is in Zoom meetings or is in a, a Google Meet meeting and you're just regurgitating information to your students and they're just sitting there getting Zoomified, you know, <laughs> like a Zoombie because they've been in so many just online meetings. But what are they doing? What are they learning? What questions do they have? How are they pro progressing in their own learning journey? Learning is a journey. There is no final outcome. The grade does not matter. What matters is, are we progressing our learners forward? Are you meeting them where they are at and bringing them to the next level? Whatever that may look like. You could be teaching art, math, high school, physics. It doesn't matter. But are you meeting your students where they are at and giving them a better learning experience? Or are you doing things the same old way. We have this unique opportunity. That is why we need to take this opportunity and create those better learning experiences. No one's going to do that for us. You're already the band-aid holding everything together. So how can you, inside of what you need to do and to reach your students, how can you create a better learning experience for them? Okay, we're going to go into three ways you can do that today. Step one, take a step back. Sometimes we're so in the middle of it. We're so in the middle of the lessons and the curriculum and pulling all the materials together and is the technology going to work that we forget to look at the bigger picture of it. So step one is take a step back. Look at the overall goal. What is your overall vision for your students? What do your students need right now? Are you doing chapter one at the beginning of the math book just simply because it's the beginning of the year and it's chapter one? Or are you meeting your students where they are at? If they didn't get multiplication last year, then you can't dive into division for chapter one this year. You have to go back and meet them where they are at. But we can't see that if we're in the middle of looking up the standards and my administrator's telling me this and my parents are telling me this. You need to take a step back, take a deep breath, and just take a moment and just sit with it. What is your vision for the year? What can I do to help my students move forward? And just sit with it. 
see what comes to your mind. You might be surprised what comes up. And maybe nothing comes up, but you have a moment to center yourself. If you're going to be the Band-Aid holding everything together, you want to be that strongest Band-Aid you can be. Because I can tell you, even though we've had all these changes, fixing our broken education system probably is not going to happen overnight. So you may still have to be the Band-Aid, but we want to be a strong Band-Aid. So you have to center yourself know what you need to do for your students. Okay, step two, we need to build that relationship. How can you connect with your students? Do you know what they are curious about? Do you know what they are passionate about? Do you know if you have a soccer player or a football player? Do you know if you have a student that loves to draw? Do you know what your students like to do? And how can you build that relationship with them? How can you connect with them? And I'm talking, it doesn't matter if you're in the classroom or online. How can you build that connection? And I'll put a link to our episode that we did that talked more about that. But along with that is also building the relationship with the parents. We are a team. We're We're a learning journey team for that student. You, the parent or caregiver, the student, we are all a team working together. This is about building that community for the child to help their learning. Because if we are being isolated, and I'm not talking about physically, So you can do this online. You can build the relationship with parents and students. I know because I've done it. I have been an online teacher. I know when you make a phone call to the parents and you let them know what's going on, you start to build that relationship. So have you reached out and connected to the caregivers or parents of your students? Now, if you're saying, oh, well, I don't have time for that. Well, then you need to go back to step one and go back to what is your overall vision? Because if building the relationship with your students and parents is the center of your learning, is the center of your teaching, then you need to make that time. And maybe it's something else that can go away. Maybe something, some data that your administrator is asking for, maybe that can wait. Because is that progressing the students learning further? Or is reaching out and making personal phone calls gonna help your students? So this is where we need to know what our values and goals are for the year so we know how to prioritize what is happening. Our to-do list is never ending as a teacher. That I know. So we have to prioritize. And that should align with the values and goals that you have for the school year, that your students have for the school year, not what some curriculum map says. Now, do you still have to follow the curriculum map? Yeah, sure. But no one says it has to be number one priority. Okay. And step three is recharge you. 
And this kind of even goes back to what I was saying in number one. You are the glue. You are the band-aid holding this whole broken education system together. And in order to be that strong glue, to hold it together, you need to take care of you. Yes, we want to change the system. Yes, our system needs to be rebuilt. But it's not going to happen overnight. So as the glue holding it together, we want to be a strong glue, a strong band-aid. And that involves taking care of you. You need to rest your body. You need to find something that brings you joy and do that daily or at least a couple times a week. You need to drink water, make healthy choices. You need to take care of you. Because when you are stressed and overwhelmed, you can't see that big picture. You can't see what's going on. You can't notice what is going on with your students when you have all that turmoil going on inside of you. So you need to recharge you. Go do something fun. Go for a walk. Go walk your dog. Play with your own children. Go for a hike. Go out in the garden. Read a book that you've been meaning to read. And one not educational related. Just for fun. Read a book just for fun. Whatever it is that brings you joy, go do that. That is your homework assignment. Okay. So to wrap it up, I think we've covered, <laughs> we've covered how our system is breaking, but this is a good thing because it needs to change because we are not living in that old industrial age anymore. We are living in an innovative age. So change is good. Change is an opportunity. And as the glue holding everything together right now, we need to take advantage of those opportunities so that we can help change and transform our broken educational system. Because as the glue, you're touching everything. So that means you have the power, you have the opportunity to start the transformation of our system. And that's where we talked about our three start our three steps is this transformation that starts with you. It starts with one, stepping back, knowing your vision, your value, your goals. Step two, building the relationship with your students and parents. And step three, taking care of you, recharging yourself. By doing these three things, it's going to make you be a stronger glue or a band-aid. And as a stronger glue, you are able then to see the opportunities of where things need to be fixed, how things can be changed, and how we can bring our educational system into an innovative age, which we is already here. We're not even talking about the future or the unknown future. We're talking about today. Today is our innovative age. So how can we begin this transformation to break our broken educational system? And as I said, 
it starts with you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you found this episode of value, please leave a five-star review as that helps us reach more teacher innovators like you. Until next week, happy innovating.